When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another video from Fantasy Football Scout. It is the most important video of the week. It's been a while since I've said that. Neil, it's been a while since we did a, a team news video. It is, yeah. Was it about six weeks? Maybe even longer. Oh my God, has it been that long? Wow, it's been a very long time. I mean, you've had the unenviable task of listening to all the press conferences again, trying to work out who's going to start for your predicted lineups. We've got last minute worries and concerns for big name mm-hmm. players that are in a lot of people's squads. So let's just go straight into it. We've got loads of stuff uh, to talk about. Let's go straight to the first match of the festive schedule, which is Brentford versus Spurs. And let's start with the home team. Brentford, yes, probably not the top of many managers' shopping lists, but uh, they are—they've uh, possibly got one player back, and that's Janssen. The others who were out before the World Cup—that's Hickey, Strakosha, Aja, and Baptiste—I think they're all still out. And the big talking point, of course, for Brentford is Ivan Tony. Mm. Um, at the moment, we think he's available for selection. I think he's that FA charge he's got until—is it the third or fourth of January to answer it? So I assume that means he's free to play until that point. But obviously, if you were thinking about getting them in and you hadn't heard this news, then um, there's Don't. a very... Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a big doubt hanging over his, his game time beyond, I think, game week 19. And he could be out for some time if he's banned. So is, is, is he able to play? He hasn't been formally charged yet. Yeah, we think so. I mean, um, I, I've seen a few quotes from today's presser and it was more talk about what... Thomas Frank had a line in future, but whether he dip into the market or what his plans were without Tony. But I, 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 I'm right. In, I think I'm right in thinking that he's he's free to play for now, hmm. um, and then whatever punishment is meted out in January, uh, you know, given what's happened in the past with Trippier, I think that was that hmm. was a fairly lengthy ban. Um, you know, it, it, we could be looking at months and months and months if he is found guilty. Yeah, don't, don't don't buy Ivan Tony. I think is the, no. is, the is the message from this. Um, how about Spurs? There is investment in some of their assets, particularly with the likes of Kulusevski and, and Kane. What do we reckon about their lot? Yeah, so Richarlison's out. We knew that he, he picked up a hamstring injury in Brazil's final World Cup game, and uh, Conte said today there's another three or four weeks away from from a return. So that probably put him out until 
I think there's a gap at the end of January, so maybe maybe till February now. Uh, a bit of a mixed bag on the on the late returnees from the World Cup. So they had three players involved in the in the final weekend um, uh, in in Qatar. So Ivan Perisic is available. He's uh, back in training and uh, he's free to play this Boxing Day. Romero's not. He's not going to be back until game week eighteen. So he was obviously victorious with Argentina. And Lloris is only going to be on the bench against Villa. Sorry, against Brentford, uh, which means a start for uh, Fraser Forster between the posts. So Fraser Forster, good, the bad, and ugly, yeah, for for Spurs. So you got one in, one out, and then one who's on the bench. Um, uh, but yeah, obviously Lloris would come back into the thinking from game week eighteen, and then he's got the double uh, provisionally anyway. And we think Matt Doherty is going to start. We think so, yeah. Four goals, I think, in three yeah. mid-season friendlies for Dottie. Been playing on the left as well, quite a bit. Um, with Perisic out and Sessegnon has been injured. He came back on the bench uh, against Nice on Wednesday, but he didn't get on. So I don't think he's played any minutes since November. So uh, Dottie looks a favourite for that left wing-back spot. Perisic is back now, of course, mm. but I wouldn't be surprised if he's on the bench. Uh, and then on the, on the other side, Emerson did come back from a minor knock on Wednesday. Played 74 minutes. Uh, Jed Spence has been ill, though he has had some game time as well. So I think Doherty probably has a decent short-term game time prospects. Beyond that, of course, mm-hmm. um, the rotation will kick in. Yep, excellent. Uh, just before we move over, have you seen one of these, Neil? Is that a can of Carabao? That is a can of Carabao. That's the first one I've ever seen. There you go. Saw it in the, saw it in the shop today. Couldn't resist trying it. <laughs> it is... Um, very average. <laughs> uh, like the competition itself. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very fitting. Uh, Palace next. Palace and Fulham. Quite a few people overlooking Palace assets. They've got two good fixtures, Fulham and Bournemouth. Uh, coming up, we'll start with the home team before we get into the Mitrovic oh, yeah. uh, update. But what's happening with our favourite player, first of all, uh, at Palace? Yeah, Nathan Ferguson. He's, he's still on the injury list. Um, but he is going to be back in training in the new year, according to Vieira. Um, McArthur's behind him he's doing individual work so those two were the red flags before the World Cup and that is still the case we think that Sam Johnson might be out as well for two months with a back problem that hasn't been confirmed but I think officially at least not that I've seen but it was reported uh, the other day um, but I think otherwise they're in good shape uh, injury wise there is a suspension and that is Mark he is out mm. of game week 17 but he'll be back thereafter yep and Fulham, because we were rocked a bit today with the news that yeah. Mitrovic is a doubt. He is. Uh, he, he missed out on Fulham's final pre-season friendly, which we didn't think too much of because there were other World Cup returnees who weren't involved in that one, Joe Palina and um, Robinson as well. But he is a doubt for this match, and it's the same problem that was plaguing him before Qatar. So it's his foot again, same thing that's been niggling away at him. And uh, Silva says that he's going to try and get him in the best physical condition to see if he's fit enough for Palace. If not, the next one, so game week 18, let's hope. So not even a certainty about mm. the following game, which comes in quick succession, of course, with the turnaround at Christmas. Um, so he's, yeah, he's now flagged. And if you were Omen and Aaron, of course, he's on four yellow cards as well, but does have that double game week around the corner. Uh, that might sway you to, to go without uh, and then maybe revisit him come game week 20 if he is fit and, yeah. uh, you know, free of the suspension tightrope by that point. Uh, I think otherwise, I think Robinson's a doubt as well, returned from the World Cup. Uh, Cabano's still out. Solomon's back in training. He's been uh, out since game week one, I think. 
So they've got a few few problems, but Mitrovic is the one who's obviously the big concern for FPL managers. Yeah, we're going to see more people moving to Martial, aren't we? Is it yeah, on the same price. And Ketia. And then Ketia, absolutely. Oh, not the most exciting looking game on paper. Up next, uh, Everton versus Wolves. Wolves do have the new manager uh, in place, of course. Uh, but let's start with the home team. How have Everton come out of the World Cup break? Uh, pretty good. So they've got um, one new injury, and that's James Garner, who's back up midfielder anyway. He's joined Townsend on the sidelines. Cody can't play for this one because he's on loan from Wolves, so it's, he's ineligible. Um, and the one remaining name we haven't discussed is Calvert Lewin. So he's back in training, and he had three injuries to recover from over over the World Cup break. Um, injury free, we think, but uh, a doubt for Wolves because of match fitness. And Lampard was saying he doesn't want to take any risks with them with. The game's coming thick and fast. I think apart from that, they're all free. So I think Mina and Davies picked up injuries in Australia a month ago, but they are now, if we take Lampard's words for it, they are now fine as well. Um, yeah. Moving to the Wolves, shall I? Move, yeah, just with Calvert-Lewin. Yeah. Surely, surely Calvert-Lewin starts this this game if he's had a nice big rest. I, I don't think he will. I, I think, think, I think will. By the, no, by the sounds of it from Lampard's comments, I think he's... It sounds like he's preserving him. Mopey, I think, started that last mm. behind-closed-door game against Villa, which was, I think, earlier this week. We didn't see the lineups for that, but I think he scored. Um, so I'll, I would be surprised if Calvert-Lewin starts this one. I think, he'll, I think he'll come on at best as a substitute. He might miss out altogether. Um, but they have got two more games coming in quick succession over the yeah. festive period. Yeah. Okay, and Wolves? Yeah, Wolves, uh, three players... Out long term, that's Neto, Chiquinho, and the guy whose name I can't pronounce, Kalajic. And that's pretty good. Uh, but they have, yeah, they have got two forwards back in the shape of Costa and Jimenez, and they're about to sign another one, of course. Um, but he won't be able to play it until January. His name is, escapes. Is it Cunha? I can't remember his name. No idea. Anyway, he's not eligible for this one. Um, two players who missed out in midweek in the EFL Cup that was uh, Johnny and Bubakar Traore. They have part trained since then. So they're going to be assessed ahead of Everton. So this fixture, of course, is the, the battle of the budget defenders, both of whom have had a bit of game time over the over the mid-season. So that's uh, Patterson and uh, Hugo Bueno. Um, Patterson started uh, both of the, the friendlies in Australia for Everton. Coleman wasn't there, of course, he was on duty with Ireland. But I think he assisted in that behind-closed-doors game the other day, so that suggests he started. Mm. And Bueno has started um, under the new regime as well. He... he Began the the last match. Interestingly, Aitnori came on but didn't replace Bueno. Aitnori was playing further forward as sort of a advanced midfielder. So Bueno played the whole ninety minutes of that of that final game for Wolves. So hopefully that bodes well. Excellent. I mean, he's a, a bit of a gem, isn't he, at three point nine. If if he's yeah, if he's going to nail down that spot. Yeah. Uh, you got him in your draft Take, at the moment. Yeah, he is. He takes set plays as well, or at least a share of them. Mm. Um, and and does get forward a bit. I mean, I'm not expecting you know uh, great things from him, but as a as a fifth defender, emergency, it's great. Yeah, get yeah. a call upon. Yeah, which we might be doing with all these um, viruses around. Yep, absolutely. I'm recovering from one as well. It's uh, not been too much fun. Uh, Leicester Newcastle next. Interesting game. This and another popular uh, player for Le- for Leicester. A bit of a differential for some people is now a, a doubt as well. So yeah. the pool of players reduces with every team that we look at. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Madison was again absent from the from a, a lineup in midweek, which we thought might be just post World Cup break, but turns out there's, there's something else behind it, and it's a, again like Mitrovic, it's a niggling issue. It's a knee problem for Madison. Rogers says there's there's ongoing issues there. 
but they're going to give him every chance to to be fit for this. Um, obviously, with the yellow flag there, why why would you take the chance as an FBL manager, especially against a team like Newcastle who've got a decent uh, bat line statistically? Um, elsewhere, Justin Bertrand Pereira all still out. Jody Evans has now joined them again on the on the sidelines. He's often he's often there, of course, but injury prone himself. He limped off uh, against Trois uh, about two weeks ago, I think it was, in a friendly, and he hasn't recovered. He's, he's got a calf mm. problem and going to be on the sidelines for some time. But uh, more positive news, Jusby uh, Hall is back. He's fit. He missed out uh, in the League Cup, but he's now available. They just played, I mean, that's three of their first choice defenders and potentially their talisman as well. Yeah, I mean, they, they did have, um, whether they have Justin and Pereira out already, and Evans, I think, actually. So the, the, the back line was probably what it was, is going to be this weekend. So Castagna uh, would fight um, Amati and uh, Thomas at left back. Yep. So it is it is held together um, just about by uh, by uh, by sticker tape and plasters <laughs> and stuff like that. But it's yeah, it, it was doing the business before the before the break. I think you would say now though that the fixtures are turning a little bit you know, worse. Face was a good signing. He's, he's, yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's the key, I think. If he's there, I think he's, they've got a chance. Yep. Uh, your team then, Newcastle. You just described yeah. them as a, as a good backline and, you know, well, yeah. a team no one wants to face. Do you ever think you'd be saying those, <laughs> those words? <laughs> <laughs> no, even even my wildest dreams, I think, at the start of the season, I did think we'd be sort of top half, mm. um, challenging maybe for a seventh or eighth. And we might still end up there, but... Yeah, it's been it's been brilliant so far. And I did a report on on Newcastle for the for the site over the break, and the stats are really good. Like the underlying numbers mm. are, you know, we're not there by fluke at the moment. Um, what you would say is that we're only probably a couple of injuries away from, you know, from being in trouble. I think with Trippier <laughs> and Pope and players like that. But for now, it looks decent. I think Isaac's the only sort of notable name who's out. Uh, he's still not going to be playing much over Christmas. Might miss the entire calendar. Uh, Festive program, so three games. Um, he's he's out running and kicking a ball. Says how this morning, but um, they're being very careful with him. Apart from that, I think it's it's pretty good. Dummett and Kraft, who are just backup players, they're still out. St Maximum had been injured over the mid-season break, very very briefly, just a minor knock. Um, but it looks like more substitute roles for him for the time being. How Cena still building up his fitness. Um, so I think it'll be the team that uh, beat Bournemouth in midweek yep. going again. So no major concerns, the likes of Wilson, yeah. Almer and Trippier. That's the main thing. See you, OK. Yep. Good. Uh, Southampton versus my team, Brighton, next. Southampton, another team with a new manager. Got a win in the Cup, um, the Carabao Cup uh, <laughs> as well. Thank you. <laughs> uh, let's start with the home team again. I mean, I don't think there's... Well, there is actually one player paroled for Southampton. He's is yeah. a bit of interest. Yeah, I stuck him on the watch list about, uh, mm. about a month ago because the fixtures were good. And his stats are really, really good. Like his attacking stats. I think the top top shooting defender in FPL this season, more okay. shots than anybody else. Right. Yeah, the one thing you would say, of course, about Southampton is they just don't keep clean sheets. Mm. Like one all season, that's the lowest in the entire division. So um, yeah, yeah, it's very much fixtures over form in terms of in terms of Saints uh, under a new manager, of course. And uh, he was one of three to uh, deliver their game week seventeen presser after the EFL Cup in midweek. So it was recorded straight after that cup tie, held back. So the latest injury information is a bit lacking um, from these three. And Jones at the time, I think, said that uh, Walcott had come off with a car problem. Lavia wasn't risked because he's um, still building up his fitness after a long time out. Um, the two names who were missing 
in midweek were uh, Larios and Liveramento, two full-backs, and they look unlikely to feature. Mm. We haven't heard anything else since then, of course, since, uh, was it Tuesday night or Wednesday night, whenever Jones held his presser? So, obviously, that's nearly a full week between then and game week 26, so anything could happen. Yep. Uh, and Brighton, I mean, we've got our share of players uh, missing as well, including a, a nice little holiday for our World Cup winning midfielder. Yeah, I think the biggest holiday of, of everyone has come back from the World Cup. He's getting full two weeks, it. isn't he? he yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> I think Deserby said that. I think because I think some players are um, getting seven to ten days. Perisic is already back um, after what six or something. But yeah, McAllister's has got a fortnight off. It looks like um, maybe he'll come back a bit sooner. But he's definitely out of this one anyway. He's not going to feature in game week seventy. Um, injury wise, let me try and find Brighton. Here we are. Uh, Yakamoda is obviously long term. Two new ones picked up in a pre season friendly uh, or mid season friendly, and that's Webster and Welbeck. So, Welbeck was kind of in and out at the start of 11 anyway, tiny bit towards the end of the autumn. Crosshard started the last game up, up top. Uh, Webster, of course, is, is part of that first choice bat line, mm. or has been. And uh, his sounds are most serious. So, they're both out of game week 17. Deserby said Welbeck might return for game week 18, but couldn't put any uh, certainty on Webster. So he might be out for, for Christmas and New Year, uh, which could open up a space for Colwell. Could be Feltman coming in the second half. What do you think? Because it was Colwell in midweek and, and yeah. Dunk. Well, we weren't impressive in that, in that game. No. I mean, against no. Charlton. Yeah, surely Colwell comes in. I yeah. imagine. And um, we go back to a, a four with. I mean, Gross was at left back, wasn't he? Was something yeah, he was, yeah. That guy, I don't know. He, he seems to me like the least versatile player ever, but can yeah. he seemingly play anywhere? It's uh, it's absolutely well. He, he kept he played right back when he had to. Yeah. I think Veltman, but then but then the Veltman came back before the international break, and he still started at right back. Um, and then and then as you said, yeah, played at left back midweek. Left back. So I know, incredible. God knows where he's going to end up. In- incredible. I, yeah, I, I would avoid our defence. Is, uh, is is my kind of take on this? We've got injuries, and I don't think we're going to keep a lot of clean sheets under Zerbi. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah, Trossard is is back and Mr. Penalty against Charlton, so he's back doing what he does best, failing to <laughs> failing to deceive. Um, we're halfway through the team news video. Do give us a like um, if you're watching and enjoying. Do make sure you're subscribed to the channel as well. Obviously, content's back in full force, and we'll be running it right up until the end of the season. Uh, also, if you use Fantasy Football Scout in any capacity at all, please do take part in the mid-season survey. There's a link in the description. Um, below we'd love to get all your thoughts about everything that happens on site editorial which is neil's domain video my domain things like social and the members area and everything so it doesn't matter if you're a free user a premium user whatever if you've got something to say about the site we would love to get your feedback so please do take part if you have 10 minutes free Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. 
Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Um, okay, next game. Villa versus Liverpool. Poor old Liverpool. Uh, but we will start with Villa as the home side. Uh, another another World Cup winning player who's, yeah. who's off on his merry, merry holidays, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I laughed at this. Emery said he's going to have a word with him when he gets back about his celebrations. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, inappropriate behaviour. He's going to get a telling off when he gets back. I don't think he'll uh, care. <laughs> no, I don't think he will. Uh, he's, going to, he's not going to play in this one anyway. Martinez, he's going to be um, still on his holidays. So looks like Robin Olsen between the sticks. He himself had an injury, actually, but um, it's minor in nature. And Villa said this afternoon that providing he comes through training on Saturday, he will be between the sticks. On Boxing Day, um, pretty quiet, I think, apart from that. Carlos and Coutinho were, were pre-existing injuries. I think Coutinho's back in training, but hasn't featured in any of the, any of the friendlies yet. Um, Rams is the other name of note. He hadn't featured since, I think, late November in, in the friendlies. He's back in training, but isn't fit enough for this game. So he's obviously near in a comeback. He's just not going to be in contention for Liverpool. Yep. Uh, and how about Liverpool? I mean, problems already with Jota and yeah. Diaz out, and now another one, potentially. Another yeah, lots to report, yeah. Um, Firmino's out, it looks like. Um, slightly vague update from Klopp. He said Milner's going to be out for a couple of games, and then said same for Bobby, but that he's already on the better side of it, and we're taking it day by day. So, so slightly mixed messages, but if we assume that Firmino's going to be out for certainly game week 17 and 18, and then game week 19 actually is, is really quickly... Coming around, I think Liverpool's got the shortest turnaround between eighteen and nineteen, so it doesn't give much time for him to come back. Which you think would further the game time prospects of Darwin, who had a bit of a off night last night with his with his shooting. Um, <laughs> we'll but, say that a few but, more times between now and then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's hot and cold, doesn't he? He scored, he scored a brace, didn't he? Against um, it was it before the international break. I can't remember now. Mm. Anyway, Southampton it was, wasn't it? Southampton yeah. um, scored twice and then goes and blows four chances last night. But as someone said on, I think it was Simon March on Twitter, um, the last time Liverpool and City met in a cup clash before a season restart, and uh, one striker missed a lot of chances. It was Haaland that oh, time. It went, it went on the bag. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think he may be in my squad, Darwin, but we'll... We'll see. So, um, yeah, Firmino and Milner out with this one, along with the longer-term ones like Diaz, Jota and Arthur. Trent is also flagged. He missed out last night because of an illness or a virus, which is going around the country at the moment. Now, he's going to be assessed. He's been partly back in training today, not fully, going to Klopp, and they're going to see how he goes over the next, what is it, 72 hours before that Villa game. So don't be surprised if he doesn't quite make a start 11 in this one. Maybe he's benched or has managed minutes. And then they have um, Gomez maybe at right back. Um, because it'll probably be Matip and, and Van Dijk at centre-half. Canati's not going to be back for this one. He's been to the final with France in the World Cup. Mm. And he's not going to return at the end until December the 27th. So it, it's you know, Matip and Van Dijk at centre-half. And then maybe Gomez covering for Trent at right back if needed. Yep. If he's not quite fit. I think um, just on Haaland and, and Nunes, I think Haaland's about a 36% conversion rate this season. Yeah. Nunes is closer to 10%. So. He's, yeah, it's 12 and 34, I think it is. I, I wrote about it last night for me enough, yeah. There you go, yeah. So that's the that's the difference between them. 12 34, wow. Um, okay, four more to go. Uh, let's go over to Arsenal. I think everyone's probably aware of the Gabriel uh, Jesus injury that's going to keep him out for um, a while. And a huge blow, Arteta says, definitely a huge blow. Yeah, still no time for him from Arteta, but 
Um, I think Jacques gave a game away a couple of weeks ago when he was saying it looks like two or three months, and which was reported elsewhere as well. So that could be February or March. Um, so he's out. Uh, Reese Nelson's out as well for for weeks. Um, still no Zinchenko. He's had a muscle problem for ages and, and didn't feature in any of the preseason friendlies. Uh, Smith Rowe is close though. He's close to a comeback, so that will be competition for Martinelli, perhaps, or indirectly in Kent, yeah, because Martinelli could play mm. through the middle. But obviously, it'll take a while for him to be back up to speed. Um, apart from that, I think it's all right. Um, Saliba is late back. I think he's coming back today, so that will be a late, late check on see whether he's ready mentally and physically to play. Um, other World Cup players are, are back fine, I think, with the exception of Tommy Asu, who it was reported had a hamstring injury, but then um, after the midweek friendly against Luton, uh, Football London said it was just a rest for him that he wasn't involved. Him and Tierney both got rested for that one, so maybe he's fine. Uh, so just those two spots really centre half and left back mm. I would say up for grabs this team's pretty much settled for now uh, it's just whether or not um, Saliba's ready to come back in if not it'll be holding a centre half for like one game only yep uh, and they're playing West Ham who have got their problems up front yeah I was thinking do you know what I was thinking they've actually gone without an Arsenal defender at the start because their fixtures aren't great um, from a defensive sense but having seen this yeah. and Given the value of White, he was in my squad already. I think I'm going to. I think I want to keep him and um, play him for this one because they're probably without a striker. West Ham. Um, Scamacca rolled his ankle in a friendly. Antonio missed it because of a calf problem, and they're both doubtful. Moyes said he, he had some hope, but yeah, the word doubtful was used for the pair of them. And he went on to discuss the possibility of Bowen playing through the middle. So he's obviously thinking about that. Um, quite a few problems elsewhere as well. So, Cresswell hasn't played since the beginning of December. No, I don't think there was any mention of him in the broadcast section. It was a hamstring problem. Um, no word on him. Zuma had knee surgery in November. No word on him. Uh, Aguerd came back from the World Cup with Morocco uh, with both a groin problem and a virus. I think he's returning tomorrow to training. They're going to assess him. Cornea still hasn't recovered. So, they've got quite a few issues heading into Boxing Day, which makes me yeah, even more confident about Arsenal assets. Um, because West Ham for years hasn't been a, hasn't been a, a, an easy fixture, but um, they're not doing too well this season. Mm. And yeah, those injuries stacking up, that makes me yeah, more confident about, about Arsenal. Yep. Uh, okay, next to team that's getting a lot of uh, investment, which is Chelsea, given they've got a very good run of games and then a double game week. Everyone wants to know, Give us, give us the news, Neil. What's happening with Kepper and James? That's they're the two players that people want to know about. It looks, it looks good. So James has been back in training, and he got through sixty-five minutes in a midweek friendly. Um, that was as far as Potter would go. I think. Obviously, he's not a complete uh, clean bill of health there. Kepper, no mention of him in what I've seen so far, but he wasn't listed in the names of players who were injured. So hopefully, that's good. And he was seen in training, and I think in a, in a gallery of images. This was about a fortnight ago, I think, middle of December. So hopefully that all amounts to something good for Kepa. And in further good news for him, uh, Mendy has mm. obviously had some sort of issue. Potter said today that he's only had a couple of days of training with us. So I hope all that pounds towards uh, a Kepa start and, and Kepa keeping his place. Because he was he was Potter's first choice. Yes, Mendy was injured at first, but then Mendy became available and, and Kepa kept his place. Um, and there is a thing in that um, 
kept his I think, distributions slightly better than, than Mendy, and Mendy's got a contract issue. So hopefully all of that mm. adds up to good news for Kepler owners. Uh, a lot of report elsewhere as well. So uh, Brogia's out for the season. Canty's out for, I think, till March. Loftus-Cheek and Jill still aren't back. And they've had injuries since before the World Cup, so they're obviously semi-serious in nature. Ziyech and Kovacic aren't back yet. They haven't returned from the World Cup. Uh, Fafana's out again. He's on, He was on the cusp of a comeback. Um, re-injured himself against Brentford in that friendly on Tuesday. And he's out for a couple of weeks, according to Potter. So at least it's not too serious. But yeah, a lot, a lot of flags there. Yeah, wow. um, but the good news, hopefully, is that um, James and Kepa aren't amongst those discussed today in, in negative terms. Mount? Do we know anything about Mount? Well, yeah. We, again, it seems all right. And I, I use the word seems because in the absence of a concrete update, there's always a chance. The thinking or the discussion was that he missed that Brentford game because of uh, as a precaution because I think it was tightness um, in a calf. I think it was. But we didn't get fr- uh, lineup information for that game, so there's no way of knowing for certain. Um, wasn't mentioned there by Potter. Um, so we think he's okay. I'll keep tabs on that as, as the next three days goes. Of course, it's a Boxing Day deadline, so we've got a bit of time. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we think he's all right. But I'll, yeah, like I say, I'll keep tabs on, on Chelsea insiders for the next few days. We've got Monday before the deadline. Yeah. But in the absence of a, a mention of it, and Potter's generally quite honest with team use. Uh, he doesn't try and avoid anything, so... Um, Hopefully, mine's all right. Oh, a good old change. The pressure gets to him. Might be, oh, yeah, might be yeah. playing some mind games. Um, yeah. Cover Bournemouth really quickly. I don't think anyone's going yeah. with any Bournemouth players, but anything yeah. of note? No, they're right at the bottom of my article. I'm just trying to find them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Neto and Brooks, I think, are still out. Kelly's fit again. He's going to be assessed for match fitness. Lerma and Tavernier missed out in the cup. Uh, T- uh, Lerma should be fine. Tavernier's a little bit behind him, but uh, O'Neill's still hopeful. And a virus swept through Bournemouth as well on on uh, before that cup game. Uh, Rothwell and Pearson were two of the names who missed out. Mm. Nothing mentioned since. I think they're over the worst of it now. So um, getting bodies back. Yep. Uh, United Forest next again. Oh, for some reason, I've got a tiny little Manchester United logo on my screen, which is a. Uh, let's get rid of that. One's enough. Uh, let's talk about them. I mean, again, lots of investment in in lots of their players. Rashford, yeah. Fernandez is getting mentioned. Martial. Yeah. The defence, yeah. even though there isn't many defenders to, to really choose from. Um, what can you tell us about their squad? Well, annoyingly, this was one of the, the ones that was um, embargoed from Wednesday. So, Ten Hag's post-EFL Cup presser. So, there's nothing, you know, almost like a full week separates then in, in Game Week 17. So, he said that uh, he was expecting Martinez and Varane back soon. Didn't say whether that was going to be Game Week 17 or not. Maguire missed out against Burnley with an illness. But again, that's six days between that game and Game Week 17. So, could recover in time. Darlow was the one that everyone wants to know about, I think, because mm. he came back from the World Cup with a hamstring problem. Missed out midweek, and we had nothing new from um, Ten Hag, unfortunately, today, which was the embargoed section from that uh, Burnley game. Um, all that they said was that he'd come back with some problems and that they were assessing him. I don't think he's trained since, so obviously a big question mark over him for Game Week 17. So that could be three quarters of their first choice back yeah. line out if Martinez and, and Varane don't feature. Um, one other line, and that's Sancho, who seems to have fallen out of favour and um, fitness. He's not going. He's probably not going to be involved in this one. Yep. Uh, and Forrest, no Dean Henderson. No Dean Henderson, uh, a low knee, so ineligible to play at United. And Hennessy was a doubt actually mm. briefly, but um, Cooper is hopeful that he's going to be available. Same prognosis for Gibbs White and Aurier. Hopeful, according to Cooper, they missed out in that EFL Cup game. Um, apart from that, Kuyate, Nia Carte, Richards and Bianconi are all out. 
red flagged. And the new signing, who's Scarpa, I think he's called yep. Brazilian. He can't play until January. Looks a prospect. Mark is very excited. Yeah, I saw a yeah. couple of bits of him in the mid-season friendlies. Looks, looks good. Cool. And then the last game then, which is on Wednesday. Wednesday? Oh, yes. Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, which is Leeds versus Manchester City. Should be a uh-huh. good game, especially for Haaland, playing against uh, Leeds. Always um, yeah. always exciting. He's, he's boyhood club. Absolutely. Uh, let's start with Leeds. Start with the home team. Yeah, lots of players flagged, but only three were definitely out, and that's Adams suspended, uh, Dallas and Sinistera. I think Gray might be as well, but he's obviously a, a rookie. Um, I thought we've got seven players yellow flagged: M- uh, Melier, Bamford, Somerville, uh, Click, uh, Harrison, Cooper, and Rodrigo. All of them flagged, but Jesse Marsh was optimistic about most of their chances. Said all of them, I think, should be back in training. Um, Melier is a bit of a funny one because he's had glandular fever, and that can um, have other effects like chronic fatigue. So he's going to be assessed when he comes back in, but he's he's feeling good, according to Marsh. Uh, Rodrigo and Cooper and Harrison, they were small injuries, precautionary in nature. Somerville, I wouldn't be banking on pitch time for him, by the way. He has been back in training or, or expected to, but he hasn't kicked the ball, I think, in three weeks. So maybe bench duty at first when he comes back. Mm. Um, and Bamford is Bamford. He's just, it's match fitness for him. He's He had a multiple injuries again, but he's, he's back in training, but, he sounds the least likely of that seven, I think, to, to feature. Definition of knocks and niggles, I think, in the Leeds, yeah. the Leeds camp. And then finally, your favourite team to do these two news on oh, and do the predictions for the team lo- team yeah, lineup. I hate it so much. Uh, Manchester City, what can you tell us? Well, Pep was the third and final one, unfortunately, of the embargo trio. Um, so we did actually get an update from Pep last night on it, and this was Diaz. And he's out, we think, for a month, according to uh, one of the journalists. Pep didn't put that time frame on him, but he's he's arrived right with a hamstring injury and he's definitely out of game week 17. Phillips isn't fit. That's that's more match fitness. And, of course, Alvarez, one of the Argentine contingent, is unlikely to feature because he got, I think, seven to ten days off uh, for City. So um, he looks very much doubtful for this one. Um, other than that, that's all we know on the injury front. But last night was um, uh, mostly, I think, involved players who would stayed in Manchester or got back from the World Cup early. So the likes of Ford and Grealish, Cancelo, Bernardo, they're all on the bench. Whereas the likes of Mares, Palmer, mm. um, Haaland, of course. De Bruyne, who came back from the you know the group stage, they were all playing. Um, so take a guess for, for, for the team sheet on the 28th because Pep said that the players who came back from the World Cup are in better shape. It's, t- it's typical, um, isn't it? He says yeah. that and then benches them all yeah. in the first game and plays all yeah, exactly. about the rest and they win. <laughs> so I'll be looking at Luke's prediction before I make my own because yeah. he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of lot of risk involved. And a quick turnaround from 17 to 18 as well, the shortest mm. in the division. Wow. 65 hours. Okay. Yeah. Everyone keep your eye on Scout. Um, team news and predicted lineups as well where you can see Neil's guess. Basically, yeah, pretty basically much. Chucks a dart at a dartboard, and, and that's how we yeah. put the, the lineup. Uh, excellent stuff, Neil. It has been great talking to you again about the team news. Um, as always, I this will be my last video before Christmas um, as well. So I just want to say thank you to everyone for watching and all your support over the year, uh, especially with the World Cup stuff and, and all these team news and everything. And Neil, thanks for your hard work as always with everything you do on site. My pleasure, and uh, Merry Christmas to everyone who celebrated. And uh, yeah, good luck with your teams and we'll see you possibly in between Christmas and New Year. Yes, absolutely. Bye, everyone.